Hello Capricorn friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my video, Capricorn June 2021 Astrology Must Knows. I'm calling the theme of this month Quad Boom because there's a quadruple boom. I've got a beautiful slideshow that I prepared to give you the details of what the heck that means and the 10 must knows that go along with that. First, we're going to talk about some things very specific for Capricorn. Two quick admin notes on that is that if this is for you, if Capricorn is your sun, but it's also for you if Capricorn is your moon, like mine is, or if you have Capricorn rising, or if you go even deeper into your chart and you've got some other Capricorn placement that you watch for, this information is part of your astrological picture. The second thing to note is that if you're a late degree cap, so basically like January, mm, 12th, 11th, 12th, you know, through the rest of the sign, then I also suggest you watch my Aquarius videos. Late degree people have a more complex read, okay? So you've got to gather more information to gather those pieces from those cuspy people. I'm cuspy in my sun and moon, which is how I figured this out over years of studying astrology, which is why I share this with you, okay? So do yourself a favor and also watch the Aquarius video because there'll be pieces in this Capricorn one and there'll be pieces in the Aquarius one that will um, give you more of your total picture. Okay, so the first must know is that we've got a continued dizzying, busy energy theme uh, from this Gemini placements. Gemini energy moves in a spiral that's very different than how Capricorn energy moves. So you will feel that um, because it will be a little bit uncomfortable because you'll be getting so much information coming to you that it will be hard to wade through. And there will be so much activity and busyness that You'll, you might get overwhelmed, okay? But again, it doesn't have to be a bad thing, like I always say. Just because something is excessive doesn't mean that it's bad, it's just intense. So information flying from everywhere, decisions will have to be made, and you might not feel like you've got the information you need to make them, and that will actually be true. You might not have that clarity until more towards the end of June or into July. Okay, so that's a very important must know. If you're getting lots of information, June might not be the best time to make the decision with the information you have. And I'll talk more about that later, but that's, that's a big must know. Another must know is that uh, your sixth house of health and your diet and your wellness and your daily routine and the systems that run your life are um, that all of those things will be highlighted, also your pets. So you might notice that those those things come front and center. Could just be as simple as you're getting out of your routine, taking some trips or vacation. I don't know, you know, to the extent things will be closing down or opening up. It's gonna be different for different people, but there certainly is a lot of potential for activity, even if it's, you know, staycation or local vacations. Um, there looks like there's a lot of busyness going on and a lot of mobility and a lot of social interaction. So whether that's virtual or in person will remain to be seen for your specific circumstances, but certainly expect to be catching up with a lot of people and a lot of those people might be coming from your past. Okay, so another must know has to do with um, your relationships, okay? so. There's the energy of air, which is highlighted through the Gemini movements, but then there's the energy of water that's going to start coming in more as the month goes on. And this is opposing your sign, okay? So whenever you have movements that move in a 180 degree position, there's a 
pull and push. There's a supporting, there's an antagonism, there's a synergism, you know, and an intensity. Okay, so those cancer placements, you're going to notice throughout the month, June is going to be highly emotional because of the eclipse energies and also because of these cancer energies. And this will continue into July. Emotion doesn't have to be bad. It can be good. It could just be that you're spending time with your family. Family and home are going to focus very strongly this month throughout the whole month, and that theme will continue into July as well. Real estate, housing, things like that are going to come up in a big way. And you might have to make some decisions. And like I mentioned before, in this arena as well, you might not be able to make the decisions yet, or decisions might be seeming to be made for you, but clarity about the direction of those changes will likely start to settle in more towards the end of June and into July, August, and into September when um, we get out of the, the web of the eclipse energies and the, um, the Mercury retrograde. Okay, uh, let's see what else I wanted to talk about. So as the planets move into Cancer, that really brings focus to your relationships. Your relationship to relationship, all the key people in your life, all the random people in your life, people that help you, you know, your clients, any of those one-to-one -one interactions are going to feature very strongly. So expect to be making a lot of connections. Again, whether virtual or in person doesn't matter, but your relationship space is going to heat up. Now that might mean that people around you need things from you or that you, you are getting supported by them, which is unusual for Capricorn people, right? Because you're very independent and it's, it's easier for you to help other people than it is for you to let people help you. But if you're open to the support, you could get it at this time. So it could make your life a little bit easier. And the more you're able to delegate um, and take some time off, I think that that will be a very positive thing for you. Okay, so let's see. So let's talk about the eclipse. The eclipse in Gemini is at close to 20 degrees. And this is going to bring changes, information, the mobility, transportation, your devices, all of that front and center. Specifically for Capricorns, again, your health is highlighted, things involving pets, um, your, uh, your daily routine. So it does look in a lot of ways like things are about to get shaken up for you and whatever kind of normalcy that you had within the craziness of the world, looks like that might be starting to shift a little bit or a lot. I've made some other videos because there are so many complicated moving parts of an astrological picture that I can't cover in depth all of those moving parts in one video or it would be crazy long. Okay, so I'm going to refer you out to a couple of things that are specifically helpful for Capricorns at this time. One is going to be my Eclipses in Gemini video. You can see my YouTube homepage and see my Eclipse playlist and find it there, or you can search organically, Annie Botticelli Eclipses in Gemini. Okay, I recommend you all watch that. I also recommend you all watch the Eclipses in Virgo because that's going to pick up the information about the house that is being aspected for you, and that's true for all placements, okay? Early, middle, and late degree. Now, if you are a January born cap, I also recommend that you watch my Eclipses in Leo video, okay? Because that is going to pick up some extra energy from the Placidus chart perspective. We've got whole house astrology, which I factor in to my reading, um, and we've got Placidus astrology, which I also factor in to the reading, okay? So from that perspective, 
you January born people or if you've got your degrees like from well we'll say 10 degrees through the rest of the sign or 11 degrees through the rest of the sign or so you might pick up some things from that that as well and this has to do with changes with your children your creativity making your passion your business doing things on your bucket list things like that and I go into more details in that video okay so now let's talk about Jupiter retrograde we'll talk more in the quad boom about some implications of Jupiter retrograde but for now let's talk about something specific for Capricorn which has to do with Jupiter having been accentuating your second house of money Saturn's also there doing this push and pull thing with Saturn is kind of bringing the potential for restrictions and accomplishment and Jupiter is bringing the chance for expansion and excess this could mean you've been spending a lot of money or that you've had a lot of money coming in or both that you've been buying some things that you've been wanting to buy and getting some things done in your material realm that have been super helpful now as Jupiter goes retrograde and it's going to possibly cool some of that off so you might either have to come to terms with money you've spent or you have to pull in dial down some of your big dreams or things you're working on there to work on some more mundane details or just kind of get really focused with your spending and start to pay some things off and kind of redo your budget but in any case the energy of your of your money and your finances and your budgeting and your sustainability is going to be very highlighted to get more information about Jupiter's movement specific for Capricorn I made a separate video about that so you can look for again it's on my homepage Annie Botticelli or you can search organically for Jupiter in Aquarius for Capricorn this is specifically for you and I, I give you lots of information about what Jupiter's doing all of 2021 so you definitely want to check that one out okay so now if you want to have a list of all the notable aspects of the month including whether they're sweet salty the dates that are sweet and salty what the aspects might bring and a general write-up of the month delivered into your inbox one month early plus a whole bunch of other goodies including my 28 day virtual coaching program called shine then you get that when you sign up for my free email newsletter at anniehelpsyou.com okay so i highly recommend that you do that okay so now we're going to talk about this quadruple boom what the four factors are that are leading this to be one of the most astrologically active months of the whole year June is so we'll look at the factors of that and go into 10 more must-knows for this month about those factors okay so let's get deeper into the astrology of June 2021 by talking about 10 must-knows that are influenced from this quadruple boom. Mercury retrograde in Gemini, solar eclipse in Gemini, Saturn square Uranus, and Jupiter in retrograde. When Mercury is in retrograde, plans and things that other things that seem certain will be cast into uncertainty or tested. This is just something that we see every Mercury retrograde season and this season basically started May 15th when we entered the shadow period of Mercury retrograde the actual retrograde is May 29th through June 22nd and the post shadow period runs until July 7th so during this time the biggest must know is to be flexible and go with the flow this can be an amazing time for things to gel in wonderful ways but when we try to force things or try to hold too tight to an old framework 
it definitely causes complications and stress. You've got to double check and check plans. Miscommunications could abound, so you have to be more careful with your words and careful with everything that you do. There is going to be a drive to distractedness, so just keeping awareness can help offset many issues. It's easier to not try to plan things for this time, but if you have to, just know that those plans may be called into question or they might change. And the same goes for agreements. Anything that you agree to now is likely to change, so just try to keep that flexibility in those arrangements. Okay, so on the topic of the eclipse, we've got quite a few must-knows here. The dramatic eclipse news is going to continue. You likely have seen this starting in April and May, and we have it continued here in June. So these eclipses bring surprise trajectory shifts, powerful endings, and exciting new beginnings. So in the month of June, we'll be feeling the effects still of the eclipse from May and this June 10th eclipse at almost 20 degrees of Gemini. So a big must-know for this time is to go in with a willingness to let go of what's leaving and to be excited about what new energies will be coming in to fill that space. Okay, so another must-know is that the eclipses are connected to the north and south node placements which are linked to our karma and dharma. So the must-know here is to know that your routine and the whole matrix and framework of your life patterns are likely going to radically change. You'll have major karma melting off, which will reveal new opportunities that couldn't have been imagined before. So that's something very exciting about eclipse time. You can see the fulfillment of life dreams and the gifts and blocks that you um, were born into can be enhanced or broken through at this time. So you can step into gifts that you were born with and you can burn off blocks that you were born with as well as this call to your highest destiny gets very loud and the heaviness of karmic storylines can start to melt away. Another must know about the eclipses is that it's very important to dare to dream and dare to believe that things can really change while at the same time being willing and vigilant looking for ways you can take an active role in creating those changes from the inside out. We are greeted by our unconscious belief systems very strongly at eclipse times. So fears and things that we've been holding on to may come to our faces, come up to our faces to get challenged. And the more we make the decision to break through, the more we can open up for our new experiences. Okay, so since eclipse season coincides with Mercury retrograde now, there are going to be key people and key situations and key projects from the past that are reemerging is very relevant. So the must know here is that there, if there's someone you've been waiting to connect with or hoping to connect with or thinking about connecting with or someone who's contacted you from the past or something else that's come up from the past, give those things from the past extra focus at this time because it could be destiny knocking. And people and places even, going back to old places you've been, can hold keys to your highest purpose and can also hold keys to closing up old stories and being able to step out of old patterns. Okay, so another must know here is that 
new information can seem to come in daily. This is why the combination of the eclipse time and the combination of the retrograde time put us into this spider situation that I often talk about where the spider has made its web during the more active times and now in the eclipse and retrograde time you just sort of wait and watch to see what shows up in your web rather than actively trying to make more webs or um, you know do anything other than sort of watch observe take in you are going to have time coming soon to really have the clarity about what to do with the things that come in, but that time won't come until after July 7th. So basically July 8th through September 7th, this is a major must know. June is not the time when you're likely going to have clarity because more information is coming in sometimes every day. Okay, so July 8th through September 7th is the next window for forging forward and having more clarity about um, what you're going to do with the decisions, you know, that have come before you. And if you have to make an agreement or an arrangement in June, try for bridge or temporary arrangements that give you a little bit of time for the fog to clear from these aspects before you make the more permanent, um, permanent decisions or permanent plans or agreements. Okay, so... Saturn and Uranus square, this is the uh, second of three passes. We had the first in February, the second one is in June, and then we have the third one in December. Um, this is a very powerful transit that is affecting us on the major world global levels down to the individual levels, you know, weather and earth changes and political changes and changes to our systems and our structures and every aspect of our lives down from, you know, the global down to the individual um, you know, is being affected by these outer aspects. So I've actually done a, a whole separate video on this, which you can search for if you just search for Saturn Square Uranus video, YouTube, Annie Botticelli, it will come up and I'll go into lots more details there. But basically, this is a clash of the subjective definitions of freedom and accountability on the individual community world levels. So big must know here is to ask the questions about your life that will bring you more joy and personal freedom. Ask the question, what does freedom mean to you and how can you have more of it? And how can you be more accountable for your life and your, your circumstances? Big question here, are you willing to own your creations as coming from the inside rather than something just happening to you? And this is, you know, this is the time where our perceptual framework can really change how we see ourselves. And we've got amazing possibilities for stepping out of the experience of victimhood, which means that we feel like something is happening to us. And we step into empowerment, knowing that regardless of circumstances, we can shift our life's experience. Okay. So Saturn, Uranus, square, big times, and we've got hot spots in like the six-ish weeks before and after these clashes. So that that's basically covered, you know, most of the year so far. And then we have a little bit of, you know, kind of um, wearing off of the energies in between each hit of February, June, and December, but it's still active and present as a long-term theme. Okay, so this Saturn-Uranus is going on the whole year. 
Okay, so then we've got Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter goes retrograde for about four months every year. We've got it retrograde here from June 20th through October 17th. This is a time when big plans, big ideals, big dreams, expansion moves more to the backdrop, backdrop in many cases, where it's not as out there and it's more closer in and certain things may seem like they're um, slowing down or they're wearing off or, you know, things that you've been trying to work on could start losing steam. But just know that they're not necessarily, they're just going into the backdrop to be worked on and you can continue the forward movement. It just might not be as obvious in the outer planes and that this is a time to fine tune your um, organization and tend to the necessary details that are um, the core of your big dreams. So basically, if you've overextended yourself, this is a time when you pull back in and you see what things are absolutely necessary, get down to the bare bones so that you can really put all of your power behind the things that are going to make your dreams a reality. And some people might actually see um, past efforts that were done flowing and manifesting with magical ease where you're barely having to do anything and things are showing up. Okay, so the last thing is a bonus here. So besides our quad boom, we've got all of these outer planets in Aquarius and Uranus and Taurus. It's bringing up the topic of pollution and toxins and disease, the issues and the solutions. Um, Aquarius rules the uh, lymphatics of our body and Taurus is definitely related to our food supply and agriculture, which is directly related, you know, affected by the droughts and the storms and the toxins. So the big must know here is cleaning up our diets and lifestyle are going to protect as issues with toxins and disease stay front and center for a long time to come. So that's again, you know, something empowering that we can do is keep our vibrant health up that will make us less susceptible to disease and to, you know, support our body systems to clear out the toxins. Um, you know, be, be nice to your liver, clear out your, um, your body because there's always this direct interface between our physicality and the stars. And so the stars have these aspects and they send us messages and they create situations that bring things into the forefront. So the importance of us cleaning up our personal space is shown by this, you know, microcosmic or, um, this micro, um, you know, this situation basically where the inside is outside and the outside is inside. So when we're looking at the environment being a reflection of our inner environment, sometimes we can't control everything outside of ourselves, but we can make different decisions for our inner climate and our inner environment.